Welcome to Laughing at Myself. I'm your host, Taryn Lane, and this is where I dive into the subjects that have been on my mind in a lighthearted, thought-provoking way. Today I have with me again my wife, Cammie, because the things that she's been writing about on her blog are super interesting. And the topic that she wrote about just recently is that relationships aren't 50-50, and, or in the sense that that's not the right way to be thinking about things. Anyways, I loved her article. It was awesome. If you don't already read her article, you should check her out. But uh, she's here to talk about her idea, and I've got some ideas as well that I wanted to share and ask her about. So this is Cammie. Hi. So the premise of my article was that there is a trend that was going around on Twitter how relationships were 50-50 and that meant that sometimes if your spouse was struggling or your significant other, then sometimes it'll be 80-20, but for the most part, it should be averaging out in effort to where each person is contributing their, their 50%, their half. I never found these numbers to be insightful or helpful. I kind of think that they're a bit damaging because we're kind of trying to make equations and numbers for things that you can't really measure numerically. People are very different. Like me and Taryn are very different. How we interpret things are different. We're very, I guess, different <laughs> in, how, in how that we think and how we feel, and how we interpret things. And so there's no way to determine that we are each doing 50-50. And I love this idea because it's one of the things that being married, I've had to learn is that I can't think about things with the value that I put on them. I have to think about things with the value that Cammie would put on them. And so I can't just notice the things that I would normally notice. I have to think about what's important to Cammie. And if I'm trying to just do what I think is a reasonable half of the things that need done, I'm probably not going to end up doing half of what Cammy thinks needs done, or I certainly won't be doing the things that Cammy thinks needs to be done. The first thing that came to my mind that I put in my article was, it's not an eye for an eye or a back scratch for a back scratch. Uh, <laughs> the, Taryn and I think of back scratches very differently. And you might think, oh, it, it, that would be 50-50. But for Taryn, I could probably scratch his back for the rest of eternity and it still would not be a full 50%. It's never enough. <laughs> and so, and back scratches, I love them, but they're, they don't quite weigh as much. And so even that would not be 50-50. One of the things that is interesting that I thought um, I'd love to hear you talk more about is the frustrations, I guess, when we first got married or when you or first thinking about things that made it, um, when you were maybe thinking about things the wrong way, thinking about it more 50-50, and some of the examples of what might have been hard at the beginning. I think that when we first got married, I struggled a lot with, I wanted to express love, and I wasn't sure how to do it, and we should have really just had a conversation, like, how do you feel loved, and and I needed to figure out how I wanted to feel loved, but I, I showed you love by leaving you alone if you were doing your own activity and all this time you were waiting for me to interrupt you to let you know I wanted to do something else. Or I I feel like my main things were just let you do your thing and then give you a back scratch once in a while and that wasn't really working out. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that you were mentioning actually before we started recording this was how it felt like you were doing the majority of the housework. Is that accurate? Um, Actually, well, I guess at the beginning of our marriage, we were both students and we were both working 
I actually felt that may- way more when we were at our next apartment in Orem. Oh. Uh, remember when I had my, I'm going to just go for a walk and figure out why I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) And then I stopped away and then I came back and I was like, I think we need a chore chart. (laughs) Oh yeah. I remember that now. So I, I realized that I was unhappy with something and I had to figure out what my needs were. And at that point, I think I was just had too much on my plate. And so I needed some help. And so I communicated that maybe not in the nicest way but well it's interesting because for me i'll do the chore once i see that it needs done but the problem is that cammy notices things a lot more than i do and so she'll see something that needs done and she'll do it and i won't have ever seen that it needs done and i'll just be like wow you know the toilet never needs cleaning and i think this stems from the fact that it was a weekly chore in my house growing up and since this was like a nicer apartment i was like oh the stuff isn't already broken down. I actually want to maintain it. And so I would clean it every week, even if it didn't necessarily look like it needed to be cleaned. If I always kept up with it, then it never did look gross. <laughs> and so I just, I felt the pressure of this has to get done every single week. I guess that underscores what you've also said about the importance of being willing to communicate without feeling needy. One of the things that I'm super grateful for you is that you're willing to have the patience to explain to me why you are not as happy with something I haven't been doing or have been doing in a way that doesn't make me feel like you're harassing me or nagging me about it. You're just like, hey, let's let's talk about this because I'm upset and I want to figure out why and what we can do. And uh, I think that goes a long way to not achieving that 50-50, but the, the better alternative to that. One thing that I love is we both feel this way is kindness is the number one priority of our relationship. We just always want to try to be kind to each other if we're expressing uh, constructive criticism, we'll call it, or if we're trying to have a conversation about what our needs are, we are we're always going to be kind to Unless each other. Unless we're playing phase 10. Unless we're playing phase 10, then there's no mercy. (laughs) What happens in phase 10 stays in phase 10. That's true. That's like, that's a totally different side of our relationship. So if if anyone wants to play phase 10, you might get scared. I'm curious, Cammie, how do you remind yourself to do those daily um, things that you mentioned, the daily efforts to do something outside of the pursuit of 50-50, but just something to show love? When I first started trying to form this habit, it was when we first got married I would set little reminders on my phone or I'd write and I used to keep a planner. So I'd write it in my planner or if by the time I didn't come home from work, as I was walking home, I would try to think of what what can I do tonight? (laughs) (laughs) And so usually it was either in the morning or right before I got home when I would see you. Or if I forgot, then I'd probably remember at the very, very, very end of the night. And so it's like, okay, tonight is just a back scratch while we're falling asleep because <laughs> that's when I remembered. But yeah, so it's it's important to set reminders. Once it's a habit, it gets a little bit easier. I feel like now I plan them at work. <laughs> now, what I think is interesting is obviously I'm not as good at this as Cammy is. And I think that um, there's still a place for talking with your spouse about the effort that they're putting in and addressing that. How do you know when it's the time for you to just work on yourself and try to improve your own self or when you need to bring something up with your spouse? I have found for myself that if I am really sad or dissatisfied or um, I get, I think sad is the best word for it. 
if I'm feeling sad for longer than like a day, then I think perhaps maybe my needs have changed. And so I kind of do some self-reflection to see if, if anything has changed in my environment or if, you know, what is causing my change in mood and what could make it better. And then I try to then talk to Taryn once I've done some self-reflection and I say, these are the things I've been thinking about. I think this could be helpful. I clearly communicate that I've had a, you know, somber, more somber mood. Um, And then you just, you know, approach the topic kindly. But it's really dependent on the person. I think that before you ask or tell your spouse about something, you should really try to think about it to yourself first. I don't know. How do you, how would you approach it? I don't know. It's one of those hard questions because I think there's definitely unfortunate cases where the disparity in effort between the spouses is not just due to a misunderstanding or different values that are placed on the different activities, but maybe a legitimate disinterest of the other party. And I think, I mean, that's really hard because if you're trying your best to put in that love and the spouse isn't interested in doing that. I mean, there are relationships that, that get to that point and that's kind of a different different situation. I think though that for many cases, as long as you're putting in the effort to show love and your spouse is making a effort to show love, at the end of the day, even if things aren't perfect 50-50, as long as both spouses feel those deliberate intentional actions of love and they feel love from the other person, it'll It'll make up for a lot of that back and forth bickering over the little minute differences in effort that it's always easier to perceive the other person is lacking in ourself as doing so well at. I also think when I had mentioned in my article how when I have these, I call them mental episodes where I'm having a longer phase of feeling kind of depressed or anxious or stressed. I don't think I always handled them very well. And I think that I went through phases of not showing affection. And that was when I had fallen out of the habit of trying to do at least one intentional act of love every single day. And so I think that it is essential to be trying to do your best, which even if it's low, you have to be putting in your best effort that day. And if you have to have a conversation with your spouse, you can be understanding and say, I understand I'm not doing everything maybe I could be doing, but I do love you and I am trying my best right now. And we can work together to make my best better as time goes on. It's something that I thought about, uh, at least in terms of habits, that anything, anything worth doing, any goal worth making progress on is worth doing just a little bit every day. Mm -hmm. And that if you can get it, once a day, it doesn't matter how small or large, you'll make a lot more progress than if you only manage to do it at the times when you're like, oh, I've got a good chunk of time. I can put a good amount of effort to this. That doesn't work so well with a lot of the personal habits that we need. I think humans generally deserve to feel loved every day. And I think that was the main premise of me wanting to remember to show love every single day. I think every human needs that. So how do how do people remember to mentally also take care of themselves if they're feeling like they're, they're spending too much of their time trying to take care of another person or not take care of another person. But, you know, when, you, when you're spending so much of your effort trying to help a spouse and to show them love, sometimes people kind of forget to take care of themselves or they, they feel bad about taking time to take care of themselves. I think that's a good topic. I'm still trying to figure that one out myself. <laughs> 
Uh, a few thoughts that I've I've kind of developed over the years have been that I know as I serve more and as I try to intentionally show love more often, I as a result, as a positive consequence, I feel better about myself and I also notice how you show love for me more often. And it also gets me in a mindset of I should be figuring out what is important to me. And that can change. Like one day, it was really, really important to me that you made my smoothie in the morning. And then a different day, it's really, really important that you did the dishes. And then on certain days, I just need you to hug me on the couch. (laughs) And I think that um, since the needs change, I think more often for me that I just need to pay attention to myself, my emotions, what I think I might need. I think that one of my my ways of coping has been the, I just need you to hold me <laughs> on the couch if it was really stressful. <laughs> and so I just, I don't know, you, you learn to talk and you become more comfortable talking about the topics that are kind of uncomfortable to talk about sometimes. Well, my key takeaway, I think, from what I read in your article, and, and as I've thought about this a little bit more, we've been talking about it, is that really keeping score and focusing excessively on making sure you're both doing your share maybe isn't the right way to approach deficits in a relationship, especially if you haven't yet gotten to a point where you're both able to do that daily intentional act to show love to the other person. I think that probably will have more impact on the satisfaction of both partners than constantly keeping a tally of of things to to make sure that the other person is doing their share. I don't think anyone will ever feel happy or satisfied if they're keeping score. If you're keeping score, stop it. (laughs) You'll, you'll never, you'll never be happy because honestly, you'll always think that you're doing more. I think that's a, just the natural man. I'll always assume that I'm doing more in the relationship and you'll probably be like, oh, I'm, I've done plenty too. Yeah. Like Cammy thinks that she gets better back scratches than I do. I do. But I think I give better back scratches. I'm right on that one. (laughs) I give better back scratches. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Cammie, for taking the time to talk more about this. As I said before, check out her blog on Medium if you haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, it's called uh, Relationships Are Not 50-50. Change your mindset. Change your relationship. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. If you've recently learned something interesting about yourself or just had a fun line of thought on this or any other topic, then let me know. I'd love to hear about your ideas. In the meantime, stay sharp out there, folks.